Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome. This is episode two of the Homeschool High School podcast. I am Sabrina Justison here with Vicki Tillman, and we are two of the six at sevensistershomeschool.com. Welcome. Welcome. And why six if it's sevensistershomeschool.com? You know, we get that question a lot. And while we are a little math impaired, well, at least Vicki and I are. I, yeah, I'm not allowed to do math for sevensistershomeschool.com. The other sisters do very well. Marilyn and Sarah and Allison and Kim are all good with numbers. Vicki and I, not, not so, so much. Good. <laughs> but anyway, yes, there are six of us at sevensistershomeschool.com, and we are veteran homeschool moms with hearts to encourage and equip younger homeschool moms who are coming up behind us. And we're trying to follow the Titus model for older women mentoring younger women. And because of that, when you join us, either listening to our podcast or reading blog posts at sevensistershomeschool.com or joining the conversation on our Facebook page or other social media, we like to think that you are the seventh sister. So with our kind of math, we can have lots of seven sisters. Yes. And we are delighted to have you here at your big sister's house today on the podcast. Indeed. Welcome. So Vicki and I struggle a bit with technology. And actually, so do all of us at Seven <laughs> Sisters. We publish ebook curriculum and we run a website. But that doesn't mean that all of it comes easy to us. We've been on a learning curve, learning how to record and, and launch the podcast. And fortunately, we have lots of young people in our families who actually hold our hands and take deep breaths and tell us things over and over again. Yes, and they use small words that we can understand. Yeah. <laughs> So we are thankful for tech support from our children. We're thankful for all of the encouragement and support from the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Indeed. And um, at the same time, we, we are humbled by how much there is in the world and how much there is in technology that is just, um, it's always changing. And, and even some simple things keep us laughing at ourselves, which is probably good for life. <laughs> Especially autocorrect. 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 Yeah. Yeah, we had a recent um, autocorrect incident. It now become part of our lives. That's right. That's right. Um, it involved Kim, mm -hmm. and she was texting the group of us on her, she was on her way to a meeting, and we were gathered, and she was running a few minutes late. And she was using her voice text. Yes, she was driving, so she was being a safe driver, and she was not holding her phone, but she was doing the speech-to-text mm -hmm. feature, mm -hmm. and um, of course, she couldn't look down to see if it was correct before she said send, because she had her eyes on the road. Good for you, Kim. So what we got was a text that said, on my way, looking forward to John and Mary Taters. <laughs> I, we're really not entirely sure who John was, Mary or Taters. <laughs> she claimed later it had something to do with prayers that came out like Taters. We don't know where John and Mary came we, from. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> but it seems to explain a lot of things in life. So now if we've lost a word, we just say John and Mary Taters. 
if we're having trouble figuring out what to do next and we just get stumped, we say, well, Donna Mary Taters. <laughs> so you should try it. it. It's a very effective phrase. It can be used for many things. So maybe we should tell our new sisters a little bit about the Seven Sisters background. Like, okay. who are we? Sounds like a plan. All right, so you know that there are six of us. And we quickly mentioned the names, but it's Vicki, Sabrina, Marilyn, Allison, Sarah, and Kim. And between the group of us, we have 30 kids. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. Yep. And a diverse group of kids, too. Yes. So some no, are... No cookie cutters. Yep. No. we got adoptees. Yes. we got stepchildren. Yes, my family's a blended family, so I have three stepkids who actually were not homeschooled. So that makes us diverse right Even there. Even more diverse. And then all the rest of them are diverse personalities. Oh my, yes. So and you, how? <laughs> I think there are just a few personalities in the world. Now there's 30 different. Oh yes. And we, um, we were trying to figure out how long each of us has homeschooled. We think that the shortest stretch of time is 17 years. Um, and the longest stretch that one mom has homeschooled, we think, is 26 years. Right. So no matter how you look at it, even if you talk to the, the newest sister on the bus and try to get some advice, even the newest has 17 years of homeschool life to draw from. Which is why we want to share our experiences with our new seven sisters. And the truth is that not all of homeschooling is about success. A lot of it is about learning from challenges and even failures, dare I say the word, because that's how life works. And just as we have a God who is in the business of redeeming broken things and things that fail, we trust that he's got our homeschools well in hand. And so we hope to share with you strategies and ideas that will help you be successful. And also practical things like how to plan your high school years mm -hmm. and how to do a transcript and what if your kid's not college bound? What do you do? And how do you make your kid college attractive? And how do you factor in all of the preparation for adult life that is not academics and that doesn't come out of a textbook? And how do you do that and still have some fun and not go totally bald and gray? Oh my, yes. And that is one thing we are firm believers in. High school should be fun. It should. It should be challenging. Should. But it should still be fun. Yeah. And we hope that we can help you bring that mix of challenge and fun into your homeschool high school. Sounds like a good time for an advertisement. Shameless self-promotion. <laughs> yes. I'm a big fan. Did you know? that at sevensistershomeschool.com you can find an e-bookstore and it is full of many, many titles available for purchase and immediate download in convenient PDF format. And we have everything from one credit full year textbooks with homework and tests and answer keys. Especially the answer keys. Moms like the answer keys. Yes. Answer keys saved my neck many a time over the years. And we have uh, things as, as small as literature study guides to go with a particular title, a literature study guide for Les Miserables by Victor Hugo. So um, a, a wide variety primarily aimed at high school, a um, collection of writing curricula 
for essay writing, for short stories, for poetry, for research papers of various kinds. And our writing curricula are designed to be broken into small chunks because writing is often overwhelming and many teens get frustrated and a bit paralyzed when they look at the blank page. So our writing guides are, are designed to take that paralysis away and to break things down into manageable chunks and keep it fun. And part of the distinctive of the sevensistershomeschool.com curricula, whether it's writing or literature or our whole bunch of electives, is we don't believe in boring. Mm -hmm. So all of the texts are no busy work, no boring, no overkill. So you don't destroy the subject just because you think you have to have 35 pages of reading. Instead, what we do is make the curricula adaptable. So an average kid that uh, is not going to try to be applying to Harvard can enjoy the curriculum. And then for kids who need high-powered honors kind of credits, there are extra assignments and useful assignments mm -hmm. that uh, really sparkle up the curriculum and help them earn the, the higher power. And in our electives, we try to offer things that are not designed for students to memorize and spit back some set of facts that they have learned from the page. But instead, we want to challenge teens to think, Thinking's to learn, good. to evaluate what they're reading and what they're learning and think of ways that it can be correctly applied in their lives and in the world around them. So we really are, are striving to build teens who are going to be solid adults for the next generation. I bet you our new sisters would like to download a free Anne of Green Gables study guide. Ooh, free is good. And it's a great way to try on with the classic and you never outgrow Anne. No, there's plenty in there to challenge high schoolers, really truly. Even if you read Anne of Green Gables aloud to your second and third grader, oh, you should encourage them to revisit Anne yeah, in high to school. To redo it again, yes. yes. So yes, help yourself to a free download. Our Anne of Green Gables K-12 Literature Study Guide can be found at sevensistershomeschool.com in the bookstore in the freebies section. So now that we have finished sharing a little bit about curriculum with you, um, let's talk a little bit, Vicki, about how we got involved in each other's homeschools and each other's lives. And um, as you said, about 20 years ago, our lives began intertwining through our kids and our homeschooling. You were there more for the very beginning of that than I was. I came a couple of years later. So why don't you share about the early... So my kids and I started homeschooling way back in the early days when we had to have truant officer drills. You know, you have fire drills and tornado drills, and there were truant officer drills back in those days because homeschooling was, like, barely legal. And uh, so it was a little bit tense at times, but wonderful. And when we first moved into the Delaware area, which is, we're all near Delaware anyway, um, the large support group there needed a president, and there was nobody that was willing to do it. Mm. And there's a, a, a dangerous thing locally in the homeschool group that if you make eye contact with anybody in charge of anything, all of a sudden you're in charge of something. It's magic. <laughs> and so I ended up being president, and the vice president 
um, who got suckered into that also was Marilyn. And uh, before we knew it, we were not only running that organization, but co-oping together. And then pretty soon, all these other moms were co-oping with us. It was funny because my sister, Allison, the biological sisters among seven sisters, when Allison and I first began hearing in the community about the co-op that Vicki and Marilyn were in, there was this joke that I don't know if they even knew about, but it was the cool co-op. And people wanted to be in this co-op, but you couldn't just, you know, invite yourself to somebody's co-op that met in their home. And so we used to sometimes buzz and, and say, does someone have to die before a new family can get in? Like, what are the rules for this? So I knew about your co-op for a couple of years while my kids were a little bit younger than your olders were. And uh, so it was it was a couple of years before my family joined but when we became a part of it, we got, we got so much inspiration and encouragement to have fun yes. with learning. We have had so many adventures together, the group of us. And uh, over the years, especially things like field trips our kids got mm. to do together. And, uh, you know, things like project days yes. and uh, international dinners and... Um, bringing dance and music into whatever we were doing and yeah lots lots of fun stuff that went right along with chemistry experiments and um, writing assignments and we yeah. almost burned down a few houses with <laughs> chemistry experiments indeed so good days and what happened though was when our our kids got to be old enough to be thinking about high school you know, those days there weren't many high schoolers, and so we were getting all very nervous. And so back in those days, <clears throat> when you had a rap group, what that meant is you sit around and you talk about something. So I gathered together a rap group to talk about homeschooling. <laughs> My kids were humiliated. My mother's having a rap group. I had to explain to them old people terminology. So... I'm just picturing all of you wearing like huge heavy gold chains and backwards caps and yeah, it's, it's an ugly picture. No. <laughs> now there's going to be a lot of traumatized people. <laughs> but what we all got together and besides a lot of prayer, we did a lot of research on what state requirements were and um, what other like local umbrella schools that they were popping up here and there were doing and we ended up actually starting an umbrella school that would cover our local homeschool high schoolers. Can you just take a second and define or explain umbrella school? Because I think terminology varies from one area of the country uh, to another. So just to make sure people understand. Yeah, that's, that's a good question because I think in other places they might call them charter schools or different things. So basically what, what an umbrella school in our area is, is the kind of the, the accountability and Department of Education contact and transcript developer and liaison with colleges, academic advisors, and, um, and in our case, a day or two a week group classes for the things that were just more fun to do with a bunch of kids. Very good. Okay, thank you. That helps. So you formed an umbrella school. And then what happened? And then we needed curriculum because the curriculum was boring. 
Boring doesn't go over well with any of our 30 very diverse personality children. Yeah. And so that's where the Seven Sisters Homeschool.com curriculum and then blogs came because we needed to share what's worked with our kids with the next generation. And that's what's fun. A lot of the titles that you now find in the Seven Sisters bookstore were not developed with publication in mind initially. They were developed out of a need for, we've looked at what's available. It's not cutting it for our kids. We're going to have to create something and then trying it with our kids and with other kids in the community and tweaking it and changing it based on what actually worked. And what our kids said, hey, mom, that's really stupid. Yes. And there's adapting. a time. There's a time and a place to just take that and swallow hard and say, okay, I hear you, because your kids know sometimes. They know stuff, and <laughs> it may not be comfortable to hear it. But So now we are here at the Homeschool High School podcast to also share the things that we've learned with our friends over the air. And so now that we are a little bit older, our kids are graduated. Mm -hmm. We don't have any that we are still homeschooling among mm -hmm. the six of us. And um, so that's, that's 26 kids out of 30 who actually graduated homeschooled. Right, right. And some went to college and some went straight into careers. Mm -hmm. And some have now finished graduate and even doctorate degrees. Mm -hmm. And some have um, taken very unusual paths to explore and to um, go after the career of their choice in in ways that maybe we wouldn't have ever thought of if we hadn't had each other to discuss and research the options. So mm -hmm. we want to bring mm -hmm. some of that, the strength of sisterhood and the strength of community. We want to bring yeah. it to you. Mm -hmm. Our seventh sister. Our seventh sisters. Yes. So we look forward to spending time with you each week. We will be back on the next podcast talking about five fun ways to make high school fun. Five, 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 five fun ways <laughs> to, yes, five ways to make homeschool high school fun. I think that's what we call it. Something with a lot of alliteration. It's got a five in it and it's got fun in it. So you won't want to miss that. And thank you again for carving out a little slice of your homeschool time. And Just don't forget to download Anne oh, yes. of Green Gables for free. Anne of Green Gables for free. Yes. Yeah. So five fun things next time and a freebie this time. SevenSistersHomeschool.com and our special thanks for the wonderful resources and sponsorship of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Indeed. We'll see you next time. Bye.